Hello everyone and welcome to HealthQuest 2.0. My name's Jacob. And my name is Kayla. And, and we're we your co-hosts co taking, taking you on a HealthQuest. Health Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health. Live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. Welcome back to the ninth episode of HealthQuest 2.0, everyone. Today's episode is really going to be a great one because we're talking about home cooking and cultivating a healthy home environment. The information that we're going to be sharing today is definitely stuff that I wish I knew when I was starting out on my own health journey, just because it's so, so transformative and helpful. So I know that you guys are really going to get some great value from this. So let's just dive right in. Do you want to get us started by talking about the importance of home cooking and a healthy home environment, Kayla? Yes, I'd love to, Jacob. And this information is going to be so powerful for you guys to level up your health with your home cooking and your home environment because they are so important to our health and our well-being. So let's start with home cooking. Home cooking is an act of preparing foods for you and your loved ones at your home. Home cooking is a form of emotional nourishment and self-care. When you prepare food for yourself, you are saying, I love my body enough to prepare a nourishing meal for myself. Cooking can be simple or complex. It can be as simple as cutting up an apple and ser serving it with some peanut butter. Or it can be a five-course dinner that you're preparing for your whole family. Home cooking is great and should be enjoyable. Time and effort go into the meals that you cook. And love also go into these meals, also called vitamin L. Home cooking is powerful because you know what goes into the meals you are cooking. And the major difference of home cooking is adding that vitamin L. So to explore home cooking in your own life, you can ask yourself the following questions. What does home cooking mean to you? Are you someone who regularly practices home cooking? Do you enjoy home cooking? And how does it feel when you eat the food you cooked or a loved one cooked for you? So now let's talk about our home environment. Home environment is your living space and what you have in your living space. Keeping your home environment clean is so important. And when we do have a clean, organized environment, we become healthier, more organized, and we get more done because we're more inspired by having that clear space and a clear head. The positive energy you put into your home environment is the positive energy that your home is going to be filled with. To explore home environment, ask yourself these following questions. How does your home environment make you feel? How do you want your home environment to look, feel, and smell? Your home environment shapes you, so make sure you have a healthy and positive home environment. Yeah, I totally love what you said about both of those things, but especially with home cooking, the idea that when you're cooking at home, it's a form of emotional nourishment and self-care. And I just think that Home cooking is a great time when you can really get closer with friends and family, and it's so, so important to incorporate into your own life. Cooking with other people with real fresh food is fun and oftentimes chaotic, but definitely a rewarding experience. Since I've got an apartment next year uh, with a full kitchen, you know, my girlfriend, my roommate, and I, we've already like, started putting together this huge recipe book just full of nourishing foods, and we're starting to plan out our meals and our grocery list just because we know that we love the cooking experience together. So cooking your own food isn't just fun, it's also the healthiest and most practical option, I think, 
because you know exactly where you're getting your food from because you have to buy it and then you know exactly how much you're spending again because you're the one actually buying the food by cooking at home you'll actually be practicing a bunch of different skills like teamwork creativity budgeting and you know it's really just kind of the whole package now with your home environment it's equally important and a great area of primary food that you're going to want to focus on I think, in my opinion, it's one of the areas that it's probably easiest to make progress and improvements in. The quality of your home environment is super important because it really affects how you show up in your life. If your bedroom isn't conducive to sleep, you're going to feel it all day. If your office is a mess and it doesn't inspire you and spark your creativity, your work's going to suffer. If your kitchen's a mess, then you'll be less likely to actually do any home cooking because it's just anxious and there's all that extra stress there. So focusing on cultivating a clean, inspiring, and functional home environment is crucial to good health. Just like how you become most like the people you hang around the most, the same goes for the home environment that you're in. So definitely be sure to start evaluating these, these things within your home and with your cooking and ask yourselves. Caleb gave us all those great questions to start thinking about and really take some time to go through those. Yeah, that's great stuff, Jacob. So let's talk about getting started in home cooking journeys. And if you're new to this, this is going to be some excellent information for you. So the first thing to remember is to always start small. When you cook at home and you're just starting to cook more, just really keep it simple, like cut up apples and fruit, make protein bowls with chicken, add some vegetables on the top, and maybe some olive oil and lemon. And don't forget to add that vitamin L and share with a loved one. You will notice that if you get excited to cook and if you have a good relationship with home cooking, you'll notice that the food you eat tastes so much better. Have you ever noticed that when you go to your mom's house and she makes your favorite meal, the food just tastes amazing? Well, it's true that home cooking tastes better than getting food out in a restaurant because it's made for you specifically and it's made with that vitamin L. A couple of weeks ago, after a hike with a friend, she invited me in for some lemon water. And it was obviously really simple home cooking because all she did was put water and ice in a mason jar and squeezed a fresh lemon into that mason jar. But I'm telling you, this lemon water was the best lemon water I've ever had. Like, I'm not kidding you. I was like, oh my God, this lemon water is so good. It's because it was made for me and it was prepared with vitamin L and it was shared with someone I cared about. So I also have some practices for you guys that I want to share that can help you along your home cooking journey. So sometimes cooking can feel like a chore and a great practice that you can include into your life when you start your home cooking to not make it feel like a chore is to utilize a practice called cook once, eat twice. This practice means that you cook a meal once, but you have enough for leftovers. So you have enough for another meal the next day. Another practice you can do to get the most nourishment out of your meals is you can practice the practice I call eat mindfully. This means being fully present and enjoying and tasting all the flavors in the meal you are eating. You can do this by saying a prayer before you eat or taking some deep breaths before you start to eat. A few months ago, a mentor of mine took me out to eat at the super healthy cafe. And while we were sitting at the table, her food had arrived first. Mine was still being prepared in the kitchen. 
and she didn't even touch her food. She just let it sit there on the table as she engaged in a conversation with me. I told her she could start eating, and she said, no, I'm going to wait for you. Even though this meal was not cooked at home, this was so special to me and felt nourishing to me because no one has, no one has ever waited for me to start eating so that we could eat together. I felt fully present and nourished on a deep level during this time. But what this experience taught me is that we often don't eat mindfully. We always eat in the present moment. We, we don't always eat in the present moment because we are either on the phone, we're either watching TV, or we're thinking about the next task we have to do for work. So just a reminder to truly eat with the other people you're eating with and just enjoy your food and, and taste all the flavors that's in it. We all have heard the saying, food is medicine, and that is so true. The food we eat can either lead us closer or farther from sickness. But I also think food is love, and food can nourish our body and souls. Food allows us to connect to those we love, and it helps charge the connection and nourishes relationships. So share some home-cooked food with those you love today. Yeah, that was really great, Kayla. I really enjoyed all those tips. And I think I'm definitely going to have to start trying some of those as I cook more at home too. A great piece of advice that has worked really well for me is just to start small. Like whenever I try to make a really big gourmet fancy meal with like a page long of ingredients and instructions, it's really easy to become overwhelmed. And I waste a lot of time thinking about it. And then I really just don't have too much fun cooking it because it's just too much to handle and it's pretty stressful. So by choosing recipes that only need a couple, like a handful of ingredients, like five ingredients, just makes the whole experience so much funner and simpler and really stress-free. So just to give an example, for breakfast, let's say, I don't eat breakfast, I intermittent fast, but for a lot of people, breakfast can be as simple as like two eggs, uh, depending on your diet, maybe you eat some sourdough bread and sausage and like an avocado for on the toast. Then lunch could be as simple as heating up a leftover meal um, and then heating up some veggies and steaming those. Then for dinner, again, it's just like a meat, a few vegetables, and it's just really like it doesn't need to be anything complex and like gourmet that's served in like a super fancy restaurant. Just keep it simple and usually simple is delicious. Meal prep and planning is another great way to get started with home cooking. By knowing what ingredients you need and what the process looks like beforehand, everything goes much, much smoother in the kitchen. So I might try dedicating one day a week to cooking something in bulk and then saving it for the rest of the week. Maybe like a big pot of rice or quinoa or some other healthy grain. You could put a few days worth of salmon or cod into the oven and just have that all ready to go. And then just steam a bunch of vegetables and then you can like separate those up and dice them up and put them in like containers for each day so that all you have to do is heat them up and they're ready to go. So meal prepping is definitely another skill that I'd recommend you to work on or just try to incorporate in your life and start simple if home cooking is a habit that you want to start bringing into your life. That's really good stuff about meal prepping, Jacob. I really like um kind of your take on that. And it's, I love meal prepping. I think it's really powerful for those of us who are busy and most of us are. Meal prepping is a tool that allows you to make healthy options. So definitely take advantage of exploring meal prepping. Now I'm going to talk about home environment and it's important to align your home environment with your values. Like I talked about before, 
asking yourself, how do you want your home environment to look and smell is, is important. Do you want it to be colorful? Do you want a vanilla smell in your house? Whatever you want, it's important to make sure that your home environment aligns to your values. I think it's also really important to organize and clean your space each week. Maybe move things around, rearrange the furniture, and see what feels and looks good to you. A couple things that I love to have in my, my home environment are salt lamps. I just think they're really pretty, and I like that light on in my house. Salt lamps clean up the air in your home. They soothe allergies. They boost your mood and help you to sleep. And I just think, like I said, they look pretty in um, different rooms in, in my house. I also have a small Zen garden in my house that sits on my desk with sand and some rocks. And sometimes I like to play with that to calm myself down and relax. I also have inspiring signs and sayings all around my room that inspire me and keep me motivated. And I really like my home environment to be colorful. And lastly, I would say I really love having a meditation space. And this doesn't have to be just a meditation space. It can be a prayer space or a quiet time space. But having somewhere in your house where you have somewhere you can sit on the floor with some pillows and maybe some incense, whatever, is really just a powerful space that you can come back to yourself, ground, and it can really create a positive, uplifting environment. So really get creative and create your own home environment that best suits your needs. Yeah, you said something really important there, and that's that make sure your home environment aligns with your values. It needs to be all about you and what you want and what you feel and what feels good to you. There's so many areas where like I could start with cleaning up your home environment, but there's just three that I really want to focus with you guys on. And the first is adding greenery and indoor plants to kind of create a calm atmosphere and this ambiance. While at the same time, I think Kayla mentioned it, that it's like cleaning the air and it's just going to like boost your mood and has so many benefits. NASA did a study where they found that the air like inside of our homes actually contains more contaminants and toxins than there are outside. So having plants and that like clean and purify the air in your home might be something that you definitely want to look into. I'd recommend like I have a few snake plants sitting right here or like a heart leaf plant or aloe vera. Aloe vera is the most unkillable plant like in the whole world. You need to water it rarely. So that's like a great way to just get started adding plants into your house. Uh, you can look up NASA's recommended indoor plants, which they posted after this study, and find the ones that work for you and for your home. Just make it all about you and what looks good to you. By adding these plants to your home environment, you're just going to feel, smell, and definitely see the difference. The second thing I would focus on in your home environment is the practice of feng shui. So feng shui, or yeah, feng shui is an ancient Chinese practice that uses these energy forces to harmonize the environment. It's like often used to orient buildings and design indoor spaces to support the flow of qi, which you can just think of as like life force or life energy. And when you get the proper flow of qi in different spaces in your homes, you can create like more productivity, better moods, more inspiration, and just a whole host of other benefits. Just to give you guys an idea of some feng shui principles, 
Uh, one of them is you can put your bed in a commanding position. So that means like in the farthest corner from your door and in such a way that when you're in your bed, you can see the door clearly. And that's gonna create the sense of security and serenity and just peacefulness really. You should also get rid of any electronics in your bedroom because they send off frequencies that disrupt the calm environment and it messes with that chi. At least that's the idea. Um, and it's especially probably gonna mess with, mess with your sleep. It's not really good to have all those notifications binging all night and buzzing. In your bathroom, you should keep the door closed and the toilet lid down. The idea here is that water is related to wealth and you don't want your money being flushed or drained away. Then in your office, keep your space clean. I like to only have the essentials here. So I have my desk in a commanding position. There's plenty of natural light around me. And yeah. So there's definitely a lot of research and learning you can do with feng shui, but it's really just about a clean, organized, and effective home environment that works for you. That's kind of the big idea here. Make it work for you. And so that leads me to my last piece of advice. Stay organized and just use your intuition. Create your home environment in a way that feels and looks good to you. You can add a tiny waterfall, a salt lamp, essential oils. Just keep the air crisp and fresh. You can add colorful paintings or inspirational quotes that you're feeling motivated. Just do whatever makes your heart shine. Let your creativity and uniqueness shine and show through your home. Your home should be a reflection of you and what you want in life. By making just simple adjustments to your home environment, you're gonna set up every other area of your life to thrive. That's awesome stuff, Jacob. I also really love the idea about adding plants into your house because they're so beneficial for our, our health. And we've given you guys so many great ideas about how to how to thrive in your home environment and your home cooking. So we hope like we've inspired you guys to explore your own home cooking and your own in home environment. And that's going to do it for today. And thank you everyone for joining us this week. This week, we challenge you to clean up your home environment, create a powerful space to live in, cook something for yourself and your loved ones. Don't forget to eat mindfully and enjoy it. And please, um, Follow us on Instagram at HealthQuest 2.0. Check us out. And we'd really also love a review if you found any of this helpful, useful, and it's just inspired you to take charge of your health journey. And as always, have a blessed day.